What's up, everybody? Welcome to After the Final Whistle, a football talk with John and Montel. All right, welcome to season two, episode number 24. Um, I'm Montel. Our co-host is still John. We're, we're still kicking, right? What's going on, man? It's been a, a few <laughs> <Not> months. <much. laughs> it, it has. It has. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, like you said, it's been a few months, but, you know, we really didn't feel like uh, doing much over the off season. Kind of recharge your batteries and had a lot going on. So, um, how you been, man? I'm pretty good, man. Got a, a promotion at work, so kind of adjusting to being the new guy again for the first time in like six years. So that's a a welcome change. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for a, I'm ready for the next chapter for sure. And then I'm going. I get that. I get that. Um, congrats on the promotion, sir. Appreciate it. What about you got going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Um, just got done a few months ago helping remodel a store, and now I'm trying to get readjusted still a little to working overnights. But, you know, it's getting easier. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm up all night, but I, I, I don't want to work. That's my that's my time. So I'm a little selfish with that. But uh, we're going to kind of follow the same format we, we followed last year. Um, no IR report because it's obviously week one. So we're both going to bring in some news that we got. So um, you want to take the, the lead on that or you want me to go ahead and go first? Um, you can go ahead and go first and then I'll end it up with the, the little bit that I got. OK, um, so. Um, I guess we'll start with some some rumor mill kind of news. So, uh, Kyle Shanahan, who is uh, the the San Francisco 49ers uh, head coach, uh, I guess he's also kind of like their GM as well. Uh, apparently, there's some rumors going around that he didn't actually want Trey Lance. His preference was uh, Tom Brady or to draft Mac Jones, and apparently the brass made him change his mind. I don't get it, but. Uh, it seems like to me you had a chance to take Mac Jones and y'all traded up to get Trey Lance. So yeah. it seems like a bunch of phony baloney to me, but uh, a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about it, so I figured I'd make mention of it. Gotcha. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. I mean, I can't see Mac Jones being in that type of system. Trey Lance seems to fit that system better. I, I agree. Uh, I think a lot of the, not problem, but with those Shanahan schemes, you got to have a quarterback that can kind of be on time and keep their rhythm. And uh, Trey Lance is more of a, I guess, playmaker. He makes his own plays. He doesn't actually wait for them to come to him. So it'll be interesting to watch that clash in styles. Um or who knows? Maybe they maybe he sucks and they and they keep playing Jimmy G, who they couldn't I mean, play this year. So, and they just kind of resigned him to like being the highest paid backup quarterback. Yeah, I think they gave him like a five million dollar. It was either pay raise or a pay cut, but something with five million dollars. And uh, yeah, they I guess nobody wanted him. Which I get it, man. He's just like a. A career backup is probably where he should have probably just stayed being Tom Brady's backup. 
I don't think he had any place being like a starter, but they wanted to pay him a hundred mil for five years for nothing. So that's on Shanahan in the in the game. So next up on my list here is uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos agreed to a five-year, two hundred forty-five million dollar extension. Uh, keeps Russell in uh, what is it, Denver, for seven more seasons. So he isn't old, man. He's literally, I think he's like thirty-three. Tom yeah, right. Um, I feel like Russell's gonna retire being a Denver Bronco. Probably. Um, the Seahawks kind of burned them, but it, it is what it is. Right. Did they do that before or after he put that video out of him, like, knocking that bag back five yards with the Thursday night football? <laughs> I think it was like a day or two before. Those foot, those, let's talk about that. Those footballs, I – okay, so I did a little research on that, and it, it turns out that they're not going to actually be the footballs because they're, like, oblong as hell, and you can't throw them. It, it's like a Nerf ball. Oh, okay, good. I, I was. I they did as like a marketing ploy, but they had a lot of people going. They had me going. I was like, "This is stupid. Why the hell would you bother doing this crap?" But <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I was uh, concerned. I was like, "How are they gonna catch that?" Because he's gonna throw it out of the stadium. <laughs> They're gonna have the Titans play and just give it to Derrick Henry forty times every Thursday. So, hey, I'll. I'll be all right with that since uh, I got Derrick Henry in one of the fantasy drafts. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, have a, I, I'm gonna somewhere between good and great, but I, I don't know, he, he's a beast. So, um, I guess speaking of Derrick Henry, it uh, looks like him and Titan, the Titans agreed to uh, to give him a two million dollar raise. He'll make fourteen million dollars this year, which is more than any running back this season. Um, the bad part about that, um. The contract still expires after the 2023 season. So, All right. Uh, I think it'll be like 28. He's not going to get another big contract like that. No. That he got got to have over 2,000 carries since like, what, 2016, 17 when he was in Alabama. He's got a lot of, a lot of wear on the tires. So I don't think he'll get paid like that again. So. True, he he does. Um, I just hope that the body holds up. I mean, I know he's built different, but the D lineman, right? But that's still a lot to a punishment on a body. I I didn't play running back. I like hitting people, not getting hit. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm good on that. Another uh, salary cap thing that happened pretty recently. Uh, New England Patriots converted $7.65 million of uh, their tight end John Lewis Smith base salary into a bonus. Uh, that move creates some about $5.3 million in additional cap for this year. It seems to me like they're saving to sign someone or preparing for an extension. I don't know who on their team they would extend because they're all either old or not good at their position. So, right. Um, I'm just trying to think of who's out there that they could Odell. I mean, I don't think Odell would even take five million. Man, he's not. I'm not. I don't want to think like an ass here, but he's not worth it anymore. Um, I think at the very met, very 
best, like a vet minimum prove it contract and maybe go sign somewhere else, but I think he's cooked. It's possible, but I mean, if it came down to taking a vet min or never playing in the league again, he might take it. Uh, he's he's a diva. You know, divas like their money. I I agree. Yeah. He, he is, but you know, I'm just trying to think of who is out there that could potentially help them if they were trying to save money to sign someone. I have no idea. Belichick is he's cheap and he doesn't draft well, but he somehow always wins. I don't get it. So I don't get it either. Uh, next bit here, uh, the athletic. Um, it's a uh, they write a lot of articles on different sports. Um, they recently took a poll of some NFL executives, and they ranked the current pecking order of the NFC. And I want you to tell me what you think of these. Agree or disagree as we go through the, the 16 teams here. Okay. Number one, they've got the Rams. I agree. Okay. Number two, they've got the Packers. Like the f- fan in me wants to say agree, but I, I'm going to have to disagree right now just because of the all the questions surrounding the wide receiver core. Gotcha. Uh, three, they got the Buccaneers. Agree. Four, they got the Niners. Disagree. I feel like the Niners, as much as Neither one of us are fans of them. Mm-hmm. They keep making it so far in the playoffs, I feel like they need to be like two. Two? I, I could, I could see. I think the the one thing that holds them back is the quarterback. Man, they're they're built to win now, and their quarterback's not a win now quarterback. He's a project that probably won't pan out until like a season before his first extension can happen. So. That one's tough. Uh, Eagles at five. Agree. Okay. Cowboys at six. Disagree. I didn't say it. (laughs) Cardinals at seven. Uh, Disagree. I feel like those Cardinals and Cowboys should be flipped. Okay. Vikings at eight. Won't hurt my feelings, I'd be honest. Uh, needs to be at 16. All right. <laughs> All right. right now, at where they're at right now, at eight, that, I agree with that. I do, too. Um, I think a lot of it kind of predicates on having that rookie head coach. Um, our offensive line isn't complete dog shit for the first time since I've been a fan, so. That's nice, and they they got weapons, lots of weapons. So, so, so no turnstiles uh, on the O line this year. There's one, but hopefully he gets some help. It's the <laughs> center. So, uh, Panthers at nine. Panthers at nine. Disagree. They need to be a little bit lower on that list, and I, I think so too. Saints at ten. I feel like they need to be lower on the list, too. I put them at 33. That's just me. Um, the Commanders <laughs> at 11. Playoff Disagree. team, like, weren't they? 
the Commanders. I don't think they made it to the playoffs. Thought they did. Maybe the year before they were like seven and nine or something. Uh, Lions at twelve. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like they should be below the Bears. Um, but they do have a lot of talent. They were in a lot of games last year. Yeah, they're with, they're tough. With what they have. So I, I agree with that. I just feel like the way the Lions just feel they should be lower. But Dan Campbell has done a great job of just keeping his team Man, Campbell. Yeah, I, I got a big part now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Giants at 13. With what talent? Saquon. The the ghost of Saquon's knees and ankles. I mean, he's going to take one cut and tear an ACL, so I mean. 100%. He's, he's made of glass. Uh, Bears at 14. Okay, I I guess I can see it. I I see them probably see one and fifteen. Maybe I, two. Oh, sorry. Uh, maybe two and fifteen now. They have the Seahawks at fifteen, and the Falcons at sixteen. I mean, if we're going just based off of like the way the teams are this season, I can mm. see those. Playing out that way, because I mean, Seahawks. You have Geno Smith as your starter and Drew Lock as your backup. They'll flip probably I, at some point during the season. I really feel like Falcons are probably fifteen and Seahawks sixteen. Yeah, but at that point, like neither one of them are going to sneak in the playoffs. No, <laughs> um, yeah. the the I don't know. Yeah, it just. Interesting list. Um, I, I agree with most of them. Uh, just the Eagles seem a little high. The Cowboys have the talent to be probably four, but their coach is a moron. So I uh, agree on the coach. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I could see them either finishing three or 11 or 12. In, in the NFC, so yeah, I don't know what the what McCarthy's problem is. Yeah, I really don't understand why the Packers are at two, but coming from a Packers fan, I just they have uh, talent, but it's so young at receiver that I don't think they're going to make an impact this year. I think it has to probably do because it's executives, right? So they they see Aaron Rodgers and they just get like really starry out about it, so. Um, he doesn't throw to young receivers if you don't trust them. So, I mean, you'll probably have to call him out. 800 targets, and Lazar will probably have 30 touchdowns because he's just not going to throw to the young guys that much. So, no, like he's had praise for Sammy Watkins, he's had praise for Tunyon. I mean, he's called out the rookie receivers, but. He said, if you have a shit practice, I'm going to call you out. If you have a bad week, I'm going to call you out. But if you are doing great, I mean, we're, I'm going to call that out too, basically. Right. Just that sounds like 
This is gonna, this sounds disgusting coming out of my mouth, but it sounds like he's a, a good leader at least, keeping everybody accountable. So, I guess. Let's see. Sorry, I scrolled too far on my iPad. Uh, last thing I got, not NFL related, but uh, it is football related. So, they're expanding the college football playoffs. You hear anything about that? I did not hear that. They're looking into expanding from four teams to 12 as soon as 2024. That's a big leap. I can yep. see like four teams to eight. They're doing 12. The top four get a, the top four the, the top four conference champions get a bye. Um, so what it'll be that what they're looking at, the top six highest ranked conf, conference champions get the one through six, right? And then you have six at large teams. So it'll probably be they'll probably reorder the rankings like they have been doing for one through four, expanded yeah. to six, and then whoever seven through twelve is will be the the, the other seed. So uh, I guess so. One through four get a buy. Five would probably play twelve. Six would play eleven. So on and so forth. Um, and then you just can just like a play in bracket, but with four teams, you probably don't need. Oh, okay. Might as well just have like a college football March Madness going on at this point. I I just don't get how they're going to squeeze more games in because you almost have to get rid of the the stop Alabama and freaking Georgia from playing teams like Mercer at the start of the season because you can't have a 16 game 17 game college season that's just not realistic for eight for an 18 to 22 year old so I'll be interested to see what they do to compensate for that because not all the leagues even play the same amount of games so maybe they'll standardize it uh, let's see what we got. We got fantasy. Uh, how did you like your your rosters in fantasy in the two leagues we drafted at? Um, honestly, I'm happy with both. Um, granted, you know, you always are before the season begins. Um, yeah, you should be anyways if you've drafted right. Right. <laughs> um, I mean. I faced down basically the same decisions in both leagues. And yeah, literally. Switched it, switched it up because I didn't want – if one team did bad in one league, I know it's going to do bad in the other. So try to switch up some of the players. But there were some that I was like, I'm not leaving the draft without them. Right. And, so, and that was like Portland Sutton and um, Michael Pittman, my, like – Two of my top like four wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, I uh, man, I'm pretty sure my if you put my team side by side, they'd probably be damn near identical, which is weird because I drafted two in one and seven in the other. Um, also, sorry, random breaking news: uh, Florida State just upset LSU. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, twenty four to twenty three. Uh, they move Florida State moves to two and zero. Uh, LSU is zero and one. But uh, I, I think we were kind of boy. It's probably like months and months ago. Like just you know, a sidebar conversation we were having. I was like, man, I think at some point I'll I probably draft draft Jalen Hurts. Um, I got him. I got uh, my boy JJ. 
I got my boy Mike Williams. I think in both. You got it. In, no, I got no, him in no. yours. Okay, okay. I got I'm him. Pretty sure. I did get Drake London. I got some of the young like running backs I wanted, and both of them. Uh, someone. I don't know how to say I this. Someone, right someone, someone stole <laughs> Damian Pierce from me. Oh, uh, I was talking about AJ Dillon. Oh no, 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 no! no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's that. That's that. Um, let's see. Let me close that. Uh, let's see. So let's move on to our week one predictions. Um, you've got Bills at Rams, Chiefs at Cardinals, and Packers at Vikings. So that Thursday night game, man. I could, I could honestly see it going either way. Bills or Rams winning that. But uh, I'm going to give the edge to the Bills just because I feel like overall they have a more solid defense. Um, but I do ex- still expect it to be like a high scoring game. So I'm going to say um, 35 to 38 in favor of the Bills. So I'm talking with one hand here. Uh, And then Chiefs at Cardinals. Once again, that could go either way. Um, But I'm going to say I like the talent on the Cardinals better. So I'm going to say Cardinals over the Chiefs. Um, Because at least we know who the Cardinals are going to throw the ball to. Um, the Chiefs, you have Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I mean, I know they have Juju and MVS, but Juju is with that knee And MVS is just one of those. He might catch a long touchdown. He might not, and that's his entire week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one I want to say 28 to 24. In favor of the Cardinals. All right. Um, Packers at Vikings. Um, not playing your starters again after getting utterly destroyed by the Saints in Week One last year concerns me. <laughs> um, not having your coach coming out saying that you're going to do a wide receiver by committee, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around. I get what it means, but like first time I ever heard it mentioned with wide receivers. Yeah. I was going to say it's usually running back. Um, but like we were discussing uh, yesterday, day before Vikings can't stop the run. So nope. give the edge to the Packers. A little bit. I mean, it is an NFC North, so I'm not expecting like high, high scoring. Um, I'm going to say Packers 24, Vikings 21. Okay, got that one. All right. So I've got Buccaneers at Cowboys, Steelers at Bengals, and uh, Packers at Vikings because I'm a Vikings fan. 
I like pain. Um, I'm also shocked you didn't give yourself a Raiders game this year. Not so yet. Far, right out of the bat, after how many you had last year. Not yet, not yet. I'm much like a low-key Ra- uh, Raiders fan. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think on paper, um, besides our besides uh, I'll start Bucks Cowboys, I guess. I think they just have too many weapons for the Cowboys to defend. (laughs) Um, I think it will be somewhat high scoring. I'm going to say 38 to 31 in favor of the Bucks. I mean, Tom Brady is a 45 year old man with shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is wife off for the most part. Uh, Let's see. Steelers at Bengals, AFC North. Both of the North divisions are just ridiculously physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. I don't think the Steelers are going to be very good this year. So I'm going to say they put up 14 points, but the Bengals put up 31. And Bengals are pissed off that they lost. They could yeah. have won. And last didn't lose the Super Bowl any, last year. Yep, they didn't lose any pieces either that mattered. They still go three deep at receiver. The offensive line's better, and they get pressure on the quarterback now too. Um, Packers at Vikings. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And they can run the ball too. Yeah, they've got two good running backs, Mixon and P. Ryan. They both came from the same school. <laughs> They're both OU running backs. So right. Uh, let's see, Packers at Vikings. I think the Packers probably struggle a little bit because, like we said earlier, Aaron Rodgers pretty much hates young receivers. I think it'll be 21-27 in favor of the Vikings. It'll be a good game. So we're both about in the ballpark, just sticking with our teams. Right, right. Uh, Homering a little bit. Uh, Next we've got Early Super Bowl predictions. Um, who do you who who you think is going to the ship? Uh, so early Super Bowl predictions. Jeez, it seems like every year, like early, I want to say the Bills, and they don't ever make it. So. Um, You know, I'm going to say Buffalo versus – I want to say it, but uh, Buffalo versus uh, Tampa Bay. Really bad. I think it's exactly what I picked last year too. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Let me uh... – I almost said the Rams, but I don't know. You know, scratch that. Buffalo versus uh, the Rams. They're going to go back to back. No, Not necessarily win. That's what but... I have too. And uh, I'm going to lean towards Buffalo. So we're going to have a repeat of Thursday Night Football and the Super Bowl. That'll be a good game. I had the Bills and the Bucks written down on my, my notes too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
be a heck of a, uh, a season for sure. But also at the same time, I would not be shocked if uh, the Bengals make it back just because I feel like they're going to come out pissed off. You got a right to be for sure. So we'll see what happens. Young team, they lost a close one. Uh, I think that's the last of that. Um, I've got trivia on deck. You, you had some trivia for me, you said? I, in the I do. I do. Has to do with your Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Lord. Oh, all right, let me sit up. Close to the phone so I can hear this. All right. So, what WWE superstar had a chance to play for the Minnesota Vikings? Like, they tried out, made it through a couple of preseason games. There have been a couple. Um, Brock Lesnar was one. Yeah, that, that um, was the one I knew of, was Brock um, Lesnar. I, believe, <laughs> I didn't know that until uh, I saw it the other day. Roman Reigns, I think, tried out. And there's a – we have a – we had a – he wasn't even a backup, like a third-string tackle. Uh, something Baba Tunde or something like that. So there have been there have been a few. Okay. Also, I only know Brock Lesnar. I saw that the other day, and I was like, okay, there's my trivia question. <laughs> did, did you see what number he was wearing? 69 or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It fits. Yeah. It fits. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a trivia question, but I apparently deleted it when I was testing line. So I'll have to find what I did with it, and I'll have one for you next week. Okay. Uh, but I think, I think I, I don't got nothing else. Uh, let's see. Nope, let, my list is done here on our, our show notes. Have you got anything? Else you want to cover today, Big Dog? Um, the only other notes and slash news um, is that whole Mississippi Brett Favre debacle going on, getting paid something like what was it like one point one million to do what? like talking like speeches at places and never going, collecting the money. Like, come on, dude, really? I need it, dude. Like Brett Favre, man. Y'all can have him back. He's no longer blacking Lynch. It's Brett Favre. Y'all, y'all can have no, him back. No, no, no. By all means, you keep <laughs> telling him that. Yeah, he's yours now. Or we could save each other both the trouble and say he's a Jets legend, Brett Favre. I like that. The Jets have nothing but heartache anyway. Uh, yeah, he's. I'm leaving. I'm gonna let Brett Favre alone. For what I understand, dude didn't even doing all that great. Uh, he just doesn't seem like all the way there when people talk to him. He's probably got CTE. Not gonna lie. It's uh, possible. I mean, some of those hits he took. Some, a lot. Yeah, probably yeah. a whole lot. The 2009 season with the Vikings alone probably gave him CTE. I'm because I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they were pretty pretty rough, but so. Last night in the draft, um, Tyler asked me a question. I was like, that's a good question. Who is the better Green Bay quarterback, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Uh, 
Personally, I would probably say Brett Favre. And I say that because when you think of a quarterback for like a place like Green Bay, the quarterback should represent the city. You know what I mean? Brett Favre is just a good old country boy. They like playing football. Aaron yeah. Rodgers from California. Doesn't like getting hit. Doesn't even like playing football. He's threatened to retire like four times. So Yeah, I, but so did Brett Favre at like this point in his career. And he actually yeah, did. He actually did, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of his problem was he just didn't want to go to training camp. So he would wait until training camp was over to unre- unretire. So uh, but Rogers, man, he just—he's got the diva mentality, and I hope he hears this. I—I love to have him on the show. <laughs> I mean, I would too. He's got uh, but we—we we have to fight Pat McAfee for it because you know, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Nah, nah. we can—he we, can pencil us in. We're—we're—we're we're, we're a very popular podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he's just—he doesn't doesn't fit the Midwestern vibe to me. So, I, to answer yeah. your question, I, I would I would pick Favre. I would pick Favre at fifty over Rogers at like what thirty four, thirty five, something like that. Yeah, you see, speaking of like people being like almost fifty, you see To running off like four four forty at forty eight. Mm hmm. Um, wheels. Can can uh, the Packers go ahead and sign him to like a one year, come out of retirement deal? He keeps saying he can come back and play. Dude, he could probably still catch forty or fifty passes and like six touchdowns. So saying, need a bully in the wide receiver room. And sorry, Sammy Watkins ain't it? No, y'all need Pickens from uh, who is it with Pittsburgh? He's yeah. He's just that, that dude's a dog. Uh, somebody else I missed out on in our draft, by the way. But uh, I think other than that, um, you got any other stories, new stories you got? Not really. Um, it's early, man. There's, there's the rest not- of the news I had was, like I said, in the pre-show. Um, <laughs> like Sean Watson suspension. And, uh, I mean, glad it's finally come to an end, it sounds like. Yeah, tired of hearing about it, look, honestly. Yeah. Um, still don't fully agree with the number, but, I mean, it is what it is at this point. It's done, over with. Now the Browns can focus on the football side of things instead of the media. We, we have him. Yeah. I, I, we've talked about this just, like, personally, and to me it just – always seem like too well timed you know what I mean but I don't know uh yeah yeah it's hard to like quantify I'm not gonna judge the guy but at the same time we've been a fucking weirdo yeah Uh, I guess another piece of news that's somewhat fairly recent is uh the commanders running back getting shot and that carjacking. Um, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. Um, Brian Johnson. Robinson. Robinson. 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad he's okay. Dude seems like, I mean, he was back in the facilities like a day or two later. Like, come on, take, take, take a week or two. Yep. The Vikings had a D lineman get, we had a D lineman get shot last year. And uh, he ended up taking the season off. Like, no one's going to be upset that you got shot, bro. Like, <laughs> go home. You're drunk. Right. right. So, um, wish him, you know, a speedy recovery. Because uh, as much as me having Antonio Gibson in fantasy was great, um, he deserves a shot. No pun intended. To <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> I said it, and I was like, oh, wow. Um, but uh, he, he, he deserves a chance to uh, show what he's got. I mean, they took him, I think, in the second or third round. Yeah, pretty um, early. So. Looking like the, the lead horse in that stable, too, before he got shot. So Yeah, he seemed like he took over the role. Because Antonio Gibson, before this all went down, was like, regulated to special teams, punt return, kick return, and that was it. Because he can't – he fumbles a lot. Yes. But the, the you give him a chance to, to, like, catch the ball once or twice, is that really helping? Maybe. The commanders always have that one player that makes bad decisions or has, like, timely fumbles issues. So – uh, I think that that's all I got, man. Um, yeah, same here. All right. So as always, uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts. If there's a platform out there you want to see us on, shoot us an email. Sorry, I'm out of focus there. Uh, you can email us at after the final whistle podcast at gmail.com. And we're also available on YouTube. Our entire backlog was put up this uh, spring. So, hey. I'm Montel. That's John. We appreciate y'all tuning in. All right. Till next week, everybody. Take care. Appreciate y'all.